1: Happy Friday, that's right guys, we're here, it's the end of the week, it's a long weekend. And I'm joined again by my co-host Gary Hall. Gary, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for covering the other day, I had a little bit of a tummy ache. I, uh, I was able to cover and hopefully didn't drive our fans to insanity by listening to me drone on for 40 minutes. Uh, but welcome back guys, Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them, episode something in the 30s. Uh, it is Friday. It is Friday. Presently it is Thursday, but guys, it is Friday. We got a holiday ahead of us. Thank you to all of those who have served. It is Memorial Day. We we think of you. We remember you. Um We, however, are now going to get down into a little bit of NFL news. Some stuff to talk about this week. Uh Julio Jones, we talked about the Um Shannon Sharpgate last or on the last episode where yeah. he called him live on the air. Apparently. Julio could be traded as early as next week. Yeah, Atlanta's got a couple trades on the on the uh, table at the moment. Few of them involving a first round pick.
0: Yeah, I heard uh, the Titans were in the mix, but it's l- unlikely with the Titans. Um,
1: New England's in the mix. Um, Tennessee's in the mix. Throw we know maybe Buffalo's in the mix. Could be.
0: I did hear that uh, Shannon Sharp could be in legal trouble for that. Shannon,
1: Shannon Sharp could do jail time for yeah, that.
0: Yeah, I doubt it because it's like. It's a fine or jail time, and I'm if sure
1: if just... the Falcons pursued enough, he could. Yeah, Fox. That's why Fox hasn't replayed really any of the episode because Fox doesn't want to get themselves in trouble for it. Uh, but wait a step on your dick, Shannon. Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> um. The Packers have officially resigned breakout tight end from last year, Robert Tunyon. Uh, he was an ERFA, so in a restricted rights free agent, essentially. Former Packers offensive tackle Jared Felt here. Uh, currently a free agent Is suspended six weeks I would assume for PEDs The San Francisco 49ers Are trying out Brandon Marshall Not the wide receiver The other Brandon Marshall The linebacker uh, Just the worst news possible For your favorite running backs here, Gary uh, We finally yeah. think Jermar Jefferson gets boosted up aboard, and for Detroit And the Detroit Lions host Running back Todd Gurley Just trying to put him and uh, Jared Goff Back together apparently
0: Yeah and uh why draft two running backs, sign three running backs?
1: I don't know, man. Sign a running back, draft a running back, draft a running back. Last year, signed Ty Gurley. Okay. Uh, former Patriots and Colts kicker Adam Benetieri has announced his retirement, the second highest scoring player in league history.
0: I always liked his uh, um, commercial with the candy bar.
1: I thought you were going to go with the ESPN one where he has to go through the metal detector and has to keep finding the rings rings he's got (laughs) hidden on his body. Uh, And the Cleveland Browns re-signed wide receiver Kaderil Hodge had a nice little breakout down the stretch last year. But, guys, Gary and I want to try to predict the future here for you a little. We decided this week, to end the week, we were going to talk about three candidates each that we think are in prime breakout. And to me, I I figured breakout is will overproduce the position that you might draft them at. Um, I have a, I have defenses written down. Gary went and I went quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end. Gary, how about you give us your uh, your first quarterback on this list here?
0: So my number one quarterback, I didn't really rank them. I just kind of was like thinking off the top of my head. But I guess they could be ranked. Um, I'll, I'll rank it right now on the air. So um, my number one quarterback I have that's going to have a breakout season um, is Sam Darnold. I think he's going to... Kind of rebound, um, was in a poor spot with the Jets. Now he's in a much safer spot with Carolina. A lot more talent surrounded by him. Um, I think he's going to have a bounce-back year, and a year where I believe he's in a contract year, so he's, I think he's going to earn a uh, contract. One more
1: year. They they did, did, pick, they, up, they did they picked pick up his, up his fifth-year option? option.
0: But uh, I, I believe he's going to have a
1: resurgence. I, I mean, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, I... Didn't have him on my list of my immediate three. That's and that's kind of why I had floated to you, hey, what are your thoughts on doing maybe um, th- five of them. But I am going to go with Jalen Hurts here as my number one option. I'm seeing people starting to rank him as high as the 10th best fantasy quarterback. I think he has the potential to, pre- to perform as a top seven fantasy quarterback. Um, I'm not necessarily as high on his throwing ability. He's a very good dual threat quarterback. However... Philadelphia has the benefit of playing, I think it was like eight of last year's bottom ten mm-hmm. teams against quarterback points. Um and that to me screams that not necessarily like, hey, he's he's gonna be great forever, but hey, he might really be somebody you can depend on in fantasy this year. Right. Hopefully I own him. <laughs> yeah yeah, right? <laughs> Gary, who do you got next?
0: Uh my next uh guy who I think uh, the reason I put him on here is because he needs to have a breakout year or else he's gonna be replaced. Um, I have Drew Locke with Denver. Um, I think he's going to beat out Teddy. I believe Teddy's there. Um, Teddy for the job. Um, He's got to have a make-or-break year. Um, I think he's going to play better than he has before, as long as he stays healthy.
1: Fair enough. Uh, I went with the same kind of premise here, but another one where, with my discussion from last week, the the strength of schedule, he also has a favorable schedule. Mm Mm-hmm. If he underperforms this year, granted it will only be his second season in the league. I could see them moving on. And news came out this past week about him that he never fully understood the playbook last year. I'm going to take Tua Vea here as my number two breakout. Miami has continued to build around him. They've continued to put the pieces there. Um, I'm seeing people rank, like I said, Jalen Hurts at 10. And I'm seeing people rank Tua at 24. Yeah, um, uh, at that value why not right
0: I mean that is a little concerning if he doesn't understand the playbook
1: but he said coming in with the moving parts he didn't feel comfortable calling plays himself so he never really audibled Yeah, but he I mean, said that he's got he feels like he has a better grasp of the playbook this year going into camp that's kind of normal for a rookie but not to mention a rookie who didn't get any training camp
0: right um we'll see what happens um like we always talk about how a lot of the Bama quarterbacks kind of struggle uh, because they're used to having so much talent around them. But I think Tua could have that bounce back year. but like you said, if he doesn't perform the way he should, it could be a sophomore slump where, hey, we're going to trade you or cut you.
1: Yeah, um, I, but I, I think Tua is my second breakout candidate. I do. They, they built around him. They added Jalen Waddell, a former face that he knows. Um, Mike Isecki is another year older, another year better. What do you got for three? I have Carson Wentz. I also have Carson um, Wentz.
0: New team, a lot of talent.
1: Eight games versus the bottom ten defenses. Yes.
0: and he is primed to have... I See, I picked these guys um, for the fact that they have to play good. They're kind of... It's like... If they don't play good, then they're going to be replaced. I,
1: I mean, I think all three of these guys are kind of in that situation because I don't think Hurts' job's in concrete. No. But I think he's probably a little safer than the other two are at this point. Right,
0: and unless there's some way that Philly trades for a quarterback, there's not – right now there's not a ton of quarterback talent in the draft next year. There's, like, maybe two guys. I
1: mean, there's three of them listed at the top right now, and it's Slovis from USC um, – Sam, Sam Howell. I don't know if Spencer
0: Rattler Yes, Rattler's
1: out. listed as the number one guy as of right now. Um,
0: but there's not the same amount of quarterbacks. It's definitely
1: not going to be what this year was with four in the top 11.
0: So we'll see what happens. Um, Hertz might be the guy for at least another season or two. If it, he's...
1: it also won't be a 2014 class, however, where less than two quarterbacks are taken in that top right. 14. Right. Um, position number two. Running back. I want to go first here because I feel like I cheated with with my guy here, right. and I only put him on my list because of where he was ranked. I, I actually looked up a fantasy football rankings mm-hmm. to see the most current rankings, and listed around number fifteen as a running back, mm-hmm. Joe Mixon. Yeah, I mean, hurt, hurt last year. Hurt last year's always been in a timeshare. Never had a great quarterback when he's healthy. The run game looked decent when he was when he went down. When he right. was running, he was good. He's he is the de facto number one. Yeah, there, there is no more Giovanni Bernard to steal his carries. Now they will also have a balanced attack. Yes, I I think Joe Mixon has the. Of the potential to put himself in a top five running back spot this year. I can see it. So, for me, I'll call that a breakout going from what's being projected at 15 to 5. Yeah, I mean, we didn't make a rule saying it has can't be a... a... No, and as long as I think you can... I think as long as you can back up why you think it's a breakout, I like it. Uh, what do you got number two here? Okay. So,
0: my three guys are not, like, popular guys, I guess. Um, but I have Cam Akers uh, from L.A. L.A.? The reason I picked him is kind of had a slow start and then
1: really hit his stride toward the end of the year. With they didn't exactly build anything back behind him after having him in a three-headed right. monster.
0: I, f- I forget. They might have drafted a rookie.
1: Um, I'd have
0: to look, but I think he's primed for a good season. I think they're going to roll with him, and he's got a better quarterback, so
1: we'll see what happens with that. Um, My number two guy... I'm going to go with Chase Edmonds here out of Arizona. Um, his coaching staff is now saying that he should get all options and repetition to be the starter. I wanted to pick him. I picked him even more because at first, thinking about what I was looking at, I'm used to those kind of guys that get the job and are, and there's no guarantee. Whoever went overhypes them and they end up being drafted in the top, like, 18 running backs gone, mm. And this list had him at 27. I liked Chase Edmonds over Drake last year anyway. They just... Always, for some
0: reason, we're feeding the ball to Kenyon Drake. Um, Chase Evans was
1: a much better, like pass catching back. They just need to get him in open space. Absolutely, but no, it's. Uh, I think. I think if the value retains there, where Chase Edmonds is being listed as a third re- third running back on your roster, right? Uh, I'm borderline considering taking him as my number two. Yeah. Um. So I think the the breakouts real there. I think Arizona's got an offense that will be firing on all cylinders, mm-hmm. a defense that will be better, and if they're winning games instead of shootouts, that's also going to benefit Chase Edmonds more. Yeah. I mean, there was
0: a lot of times where they underperformed last year. Um, but and I think, then
1: Kyler had a throw to keep him in it.
0: Yeah, so I think that there's a good chance that Arizona has Arizona's a team is a bounce back here. So.
1: Yeah. Uh, who's your second option here? So,
0: this one's kind of a gamble, but and I'm not trying to be a homer here. But looking at Buffalo's backfield, being said, in before the draft, we don't have a home run hitter at running back. um the job's kinda wide open here. And then
1: proceeds to sign the fastest forty time running running back in the league. Yes,
0: in Matt Breda. Um I can see Breda sneakily kind of getting that starting job there.
1: Um we know And if not a start, it'll be a much more even it'll be a much more even timeshare unlike last year where it was oftentimes like 80-20, right. whoever had the hot hand. And I think Breda behind a good offense. Is the kind of guy who only needs five or six carries to still be able to put up yeah. a 50 yard 50 yard one touchdown status. Something Buffalo did not have was a pass catching back. Singletary dropped a lot of balls. Well um, I don't know if I'd say Bray is necessarily that. I think Bray is more of your Your one cut into the house. No, but
0: if given the option, um, I think he's gonna see a lot of pass catching stuff just because we like to throw the ball. Um, Fair. But I, I think if anything, because we don't have a lot of stock in our running backs right now. They're all later later on picks. Third round um, picks. Yeah, so there's not a ton of a loss if we're not using Singletary or not using Moss. I think there's a good chance it ends up being Singletary the odd man out. It could be Moss and Breda getting the lion's share of carries, where Moss is the hard downhill runner and... Um, Breda's the pass catcher slash one cut guy where he's changing pace, but I think there's a chance that Breda gets more carries than all three running back or all, both the other guys.
1: Fair enough, and I, and I think we both have the same guy here for for running back three. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the guy who broke out last year and will re break out again this year. Yeah. Mike Davis out of Atlanta. Yeah, the guy's legs look like they're chiseled out of stone. Uh, literally the size of gigantic orc legs. Um, and just he ran well in Carolina. The line in Carolina was pathetic last year. The line in Atlanta is not much better. But while running there, it was in an offense not meant for him. Mm-hmm. You're giving him an offense where they're building around him currently.
0: There's a, a small chance that Javonta Williams gets a lot of carries there. It, it, they, J-
1: no. Javion Hawkins.
0: You're right. Javion Hawkins. I know that they drafted somebody. Um, Javonta
1: Williams in Denver.
0: You're right. Um, all. It was close. <laughs>
1: completely cross-country
0: um, no the names yeah so i i think that mike davis will get a lot of the carries he'll get most of those snaps but um maybe the rookie there's not a lot of um depth there so maybe the rookie steals some of those fair enough uh receivers start us off so my first receiver i have um and i think he's primarily going to see a lot of stuff out of the slot uh, but I have Hunter Renfro out of um, Vegas. I think there's a good chance that he has a breakout season because they need more out of the slot. They they already have uh, Ruggs, I believe. Yes. Ruggs is going to be their number one. Brian Evans is still pushing for a job. John Brown's there. And with the addition of John Brown, John Brown gets the number two spot. Hunter Renfro goes into the slot, and that's where he did a lot of damage at Clemson.
1: Yeah. Um, my number one, and I think it's going to be one of those things where people are like, well, he was good last year. Yes, and I think he will be better. Um, I'm going with Deontay Johnson out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Deontay was... Johnson wasn't necessarily the number one receiver or target. He got thrown at early and often. He had some ugly drops. Yes. No denying He's just gotta
0: that. fix it. He, I, th- I think I saw somebody of them working on it, but...
1: I think, I'm pretty sure he's the kind of player where he wants to work on that. And I think Pittsburgh's going to dial back what they're throwing at Juju after the entire fiasco this past year. Um, you and I have already said we, we could see Chase Claypool going for regression. Right. They're I gonna, think Deontay Johnson could be a 10-plus target a, a game guy. They're going to try to pound the rock. And, and I think when they do use it, they, they like to use Deontay Johnson in short yard situations and let him make the most of it. Mm-hmm. So I like Deontay Johnson's upside. And, like... The so, only concern they're going to have is how well
0: their offensive line plays because they don't yes.
1: necessarily have mm-hmm. an improved offensive line. My um, my first two guys were guys who were ranked around 26 to 30. Mm-hmm. So they'd be viewed as your wide receiver three, and I took them on this list both because I think they're going to be high-end wide receiver twos by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That means I think they're be top 15 receivers.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad um, projection. projection. My number two, um, I read an article is it today or yesterday, but my number two is Jalen Rager, uh, Philly. They said today that they don't feel comfortable with him on the outside. They're going to do use Devonta. Slot. Devonta yep, they're going to put him in the slot. Let Devonta Smith be the number one on the outside. Um, Jalen Rager could see a lot of improvement in year two. I believe he was a rookie last year. Year two. Correct. And we could have a very good – it could be a poor receiving core to a solid receiving core just the course of a year just because they move him around and uh, now have a number one target on the outside.
1: Fair enough. Um, Only because, and this is kind of the same situation you had with Cam Akers here, I'm going with a receiver here who broke out over the back half of last year but didn't complete the breakout yet. One of your favorite receivers and a guy who has one of the best schedules to face in the league. Weakest schedule in terms of strength schedule, but also nine opposing teams versus bad that were bottom ten in the league against receivers mm-hmm. last year, and most of those are in the back half of the year during your playoff run. I'm going Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk's a guy who started to put catch passes from whoever was on the mm-hmm. field because it wasn't Jimmy G most of the time in the back half. Um, his numbers when he was healthy, he had the little bout with COVID. He had a, a minor injury when he was healthy. He was producing almost 25 points a game. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk's a guy to me where I if I'm drafting him and having to make him my number two receiver i'm not upset i can wait on that whole pass of of second round receivers and hope that he is going to turn out and be a top 15 because i think it's very possible this year
0: as long as trey lance is not throwing the ball
1: i don't care who it is he was making he was making chicken salad out of chicken shit last year
0: yeah i agree i think he's going to be a solid guy um Kind of a not a surprise, but like not you thought it was gonna be more like Rugs and Judy guy. yeah. and those. it's one
1: of those things where I think it's you 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 knew he was good, but I think this year will be like the kick down the door. I'm fucking here.
0: Yeah. Um, Who's your three? My third is Curtis Samuel. I think he's got a better situation.
1: I strongly considered him.
0: Yeah. Um, I think people kind of nag on Fitz. is like, oh, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's a better quarterback than people think. Yes.
1: Um, he, he wouldn't have been around the league for, what,
0: 14 years? And he's – it's weird because I honestly want to say that he's one of my favorite quarterbacks just because he's a good dude. He's the journeyman quarterback, but he's always a bridge quarterback. But he always puts up, like, good numbers. It's it's a, it's a strange it's thing. It's
1: just he he tends to throw the untimely
0: pick. Yeah, he's, he's not – which clutch. isn't going to affect his fantasy players. No, um, you just don't want to start him. Yeah, he just doesn't make for a good like clutch time quarterback, which is a very bad trait. Um, but I, I can see Curtis Samuel having a better season this year than last year.
1: Um, I went with another team that on my list when I discussed on Wednesday's episode had a very, very favorable schedule versus bad teams, and a guy who who showed the skill last year. Got beat up again about dropped passes, but is one of probably the best pure route runners already in the league, and he's just not putting the stats up. I went with Jerry Judy here. Mm -hmm. Um, Judy looked the part last year and just couldn't hold on, and like I think he had 14 total drop passes last year, Mm -hmm. but five of them came in one game. Um, I mean, as a rookie, you're beating yourself up. You're going, what the hell am I doing? That could have been a lot of that last year. I think Judy's going to be one of the top ten receivers going forward for quite some time in this Mm -hmm. league. Um, And I think the fact that they have two options of quarterback where if, for some reason, Drew Locke goes down, they're not hoping for Jeff Driscoll is a huge factor as well. So I'm going to go Jerry Judy. He solidifies his spot and takes the number one job from Cortland Sutton. Plus, he doesn't have to be the only guy drawing coverage. Last year, for as good as Tim Patrick was, it was supposed to be Cortland Sutton... Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler. Noah Font was banged up throughout the year. Tim Patrick was the number two receiver. He performed admirably, mm-hmm. but that's not pulling the same cover and allowing people to double on Judy and stuff. I, I think they're gonna have a better run game too.
0: They didn't Philip Lindsay wasn't really the End all be all. Yeah. He was kind of he's more of a change of
1: pace guy and Correct.
0: Not really the running back one.
1: So. Um my I did have an honorable mention here. I'm gonna go with Monra St. Brown as a breakout candidate.
0: I was I was considering a rookies, but then I'm like, it's gonna be tough just because uh, we did the
1: rookies. Detroit itself is in such a desperate spot, and they have quite a bit of a stretch down the line where they play some week. Like I think it's from like week six to week like seven, or week week six to week like thirteen. They have like five games against very bad mm-hmm. teams in coverage. And at that point, you figure by week six, they'll they they'll be probably motivated in starting a or St. Brown where he's going to have that breakout factor yeah. in the middle of the season. So if you start seeing that trend, not saying you have to draft him, mm-hmm. but pick him up if he's on your free agency. That's a guy I'd, I'd want in the middle mm-hmm. of, the, of the season. Um, tight ends, Gary. I'm going to go with one of your favorites to start this. Sure. I'm going to go Mike Gusecki. Because I've had him considered a top seven tight end the entire off season, the list I saw today had him ranked as fifteen.
0: I think it's just for the fact that people don't trust Tua. He's a very iffy right now. If he puts it together, Gaseki could have. He could end up being top five. Yeah, I could see him being a top top five for sure. Um, which is why I'm also glad Pitts didn't end up there because then it brings down
1: diminishes Gasecki's value. Like big, um, and I mean they still made a move. They did get Hunter Long, which could be a nice one-two punch down the line, right? But, but I still it's think not Kyle Pitts, Mike Gasecki.
0: It it might be a Mike Gasecki gets most of the snaps, and then Hunter Long is kind of like the, the give him
1: a breather guy. Not even that. Hunter Long's the red zone two tight end formation. We need seams broken in the middle. Yeah. Um. Who do you got as your tight end? So,
0: I this one's kind of a gamble, but I have Kyle Rudolph signing with the Giants. It's a big gamble. It a, is a big gamble, but they aren't really happy with the tight end position there. Um, Evan Ingram? Evan Ingram, somehow he made the Pro Bowl. They do, they don't really trust him. Um, they signed Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph kind of has had a successful career. Um lost his job to the viking in the vikings organization they released him, um so i think he gets a change of scenery and i think he's a, a perfect type of weapon for danny dimes um i think we could see i don't think he's going to be a top five tight end but i can see him jumping into the top 15 um there aren't too many there aren't too many like Tough tight ends, I would say, that he would have to jump to get
1: that high. I think he can have a solid season. Yeah. Um, my second tight end on my list, um, I actually went with a guy who's getting his first real taste of being a starter. Had one of the highest tight end catch rates in the league last year when he was put into action. I'm mm-hmm. going with Anthony Ferkser out of Tennessee. Ferkser. They uh they did nothing to replenish the situ- or the the position after $90. letting Janus Smith leave. Um, Ferkser had, I think, like six touchdowns last year. He he had pretty good stats for a guy who was not who you were expecting to be the number one option, and he wasn't at the time. Um, let me see what I got. Ferkser st- stats uh, last year. 39 catches, 387 yards, and one touchdown. Was targeted 53 times, though. Average 9 yards a catch. Or, average 9.9 yards a catch. Um, obviously, you're probably going to want more touchdown production, but also he wasn't the number one option. He's also 6'2", pretty fast, and he's a former walk-on. Yeah. He was an undrafted free agent out of Harvard. So, I like Anthony Furks here as my number two option. Especially since the
0: aren't really going to change your identity on offense. It's going to no. be run it, throw it to Brown, and then whoever else is going to get yeah their fair share. Um, my number two, uh, people didn't really know who he was. We knew who he was, um, but I have Logan Thomas. Now that he's got a guy who loves throwing to his tight
1: end. And a full year of getting tight end reps on his right. belt.
0: Um, Fitzpatrick has... Always loved his tight end, Scott Chandler, Mike Kosecki. I don't remember who he had with um, Houston or um, Houston. Wasn't or the that Jets, two years ago? It, it. I think it was more Could- than two years because he played with Miami for two years. Um. But re- regardless, he's always liked his tight end position, um, and I believe he played with Logan Thomas at some point. Uh,
1: I don't think it was with Buffalo. No, no. I thought that it, I thought maybe Logan Thomas would have made a rookie. No, no, we didn't draft him as a rookie. He was in Arizona as a rookie. You're correct.
0: No, I, well, I swear that he was. They were on the same team at the same time. Fitzpatrick left Buffalo in
1: 2012. Logan Thomas hasn't even been in the league that long. Okay, while.
0: so Logan Thomas is going to have a solid year. That's just that's me.
1: Um, my last guy I got on my list is a guy that I was high on last year. A guy that I really, really like his upside this year. He was the pro football focused number one rated blocking tight end of the of the season last year. But he's also a guy who is a collegiate player, did really good at pass or at receiving. Um, 14 receiving touchdowns in his college senior year. I'm going with Adam Troutman, tight end out of New Orleans. Uh, I think the breakout upside is huge there, and I hope it continues. Also, to uh, answer your question, Garrett Graham was uh, Fitzpatrick's tight end. In Houston? Yes. Nothing to write home about. No.
0: um, I I just hope that... uh, I hope it's not... um, What the hell is his name? Taysom Hill. It's the quarterback? If it is, then I I feel like he won't see the production.
1: I mean, they still throw Jared Cook Mm -hmm. early and often.
0: I know, but Jared Cook's a little different. Derek Cook's a freak.
1: I think they're the same player. I just think that Traubman couldn't get behind or get ahead of him on the depth chart, honestly. I forgot he I forgot he started there. Cool. Fitzpatrick started in Tennessee.
0: That's where he was drafted?
1: No. No no, uh started the year after he left Buffalo. I
0: was gonna say I didn't think he was drafted in-
1: he I'm was undrafted him. and he went to Cincinnati, I believe. Did um, he go to Tennessee? He was in Tennessee. Why do I not remember? I don't either. He was the starting quarterback in uh, 2013. So I'm trying to see who his tight yeah. end would have been there. Delaney Walker would have been his tight end that year, who he hit for 60 catches, yeah, he, 578 or 71 yards, six touchdowns.
0: Loves the tight end, man.
1: Yeah. Um, Gary, you gave
0: give your last one. So, again, trying not to be a homer, but I was doing some statistical research uh last season um Russell Wilson really liked to throw to this guy he had like a like an open I was either an open rate or like a um some sort of high successful like catch radius or something I gotta remember to read what it was but um Jacob Hollister with the Bills it was a target that Russell Wilson liked um played with Josh Allen so they're familiar But I think Jacob Hollister could beat out Dawson Knox for the job. Um, Dawson Knox was, like, higher on a drop list than Hollister was. Um, But I think that with the familiarity and the experience he got with Russell Wilson, I think he could, I don't think he's going to be a a top five, but there's a chance that we could see an improvement at the tight end position for the Bills.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I threw a couple other guys together here just defensively. Uh, three breakout teams on defense this year, fantasy-wise. I'm actually going with both New York teams, the Giants and the Jets, uh, and the Denver Broncos as well. Denver had a lot of injuries. They've added a bunch of youth to that team, and the Giants' defense is going to be coupled by the fact that they've also added offensive parts to keep the defense off the field. The Jets have done somewhat of the same, but their defense wasn't bad last year. They just couldn't stay off the field. Uh, Gary, anything else you want to say about these on today?
0: No, I mean, we put our list together. You, did you did you do your defenses or no? Yeah, I just talked about all three of them. Okay, I was trying to look up the stat
1: I saw on Hollister,
0: but no, um, I think we're pretty much good for today.
1: Okay, well, guys, um, I think we'll be able to take it from here. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week Wednesday. We hope you enjoy your long weekend. We hope you get a long weekend, and Until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, we'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.